Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Coach Plans Podcast. I am Stephanie Le Breton and I'll be your host for this episode. Today I have the pleasure to be with Bruce Quittar and Christine Cormier. Both are avid master athletes in our province who are involved in many beautiful things sport-related. So without further ado, we'll be we'll be getting a little update of what they've been up to lately. So let's get Christine on the mic. Hi. Hi, Christine. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for being with us today. So what have been some of the good things you've been up to lately? Uh, lately, I'm uh, training for a triathlon, uh, hoping that lots more people will get vaccinated and we can get race season started. Uh, so I had an event planned last year that got postponed due to COVID, but now I defer to another event here in Canada, uh, Mont-Tremblant, so hopefully that will happen. Other than that, I'm doing some courses to get myself certified as a uh, triathlon uh, coach. I completed my cycling one and I'm finishing off my swimming one right now. Awesome. I remember Christine the last time well actually the first time I met you was in a triathlon course which I was very impressed and I really like a, a lot what you're doing in a community so Montemblant is a big one which is pretty cool <laughs> Bruce is having a hard time on his mountain there we'll get in touch soon oh. don't oh, die on us <laughs> and Christine um <laughs> Uh, the next thing I wanted to know, you mentioned you're doing your course. You're also part of a, a program with uh, Coach New Brunswick this year, aren't you? Yes, I am the head coach for our Triathlon New Brunswick Youth and Junior Program, uh, getting them uh, ready for the Canada Games in 2022. And also the plan is... Uh, is focused on long-term developing athletes under the age of 19 and as young as 13. So we have a big, uh, big group of uh, kids, about 14 uh, young athletes right now. And, um, you know, we've had to pivot and, and uh, be creative with how we're doing our training right now. So right now they've been pretty much uh, virtual, but with the, uh, you know, the tools that we have available out there uh, with some, some gaming sites such as like Ruby, um, Zwift and Full Gas. There's so many options out there that, you know, we're, we're doing our best. That's cool. I really like that. We'll come back to some of that. What about you, Bruce, besides going up a mountain right now? <laughs> well, uh, if we, okay, so if we start with the new, well, this isn't really new. <laughs> this is something I ridiculously do on a regular basis, it seems, since COVID. Because yep. uh, honestly, and I might swerve all over the road right now just because of uh, elevation. But uh, yeah, I don't know. COVID, uh, as far as uh, me as an athlete, other than a coach, a mentor, a dad, and uh, everything else I do in life, uh, it, it kicked me in the in the butt to, you know, just get back to training and, and, uh, and tell myself, you know what, I mean, I've still got some, you know, athletic road left. Um, and not necessarily like, like, like focused on, uh, on a podium, so, so to speak, because it's pretty cool. There's this girl that I, I follow that's part of our ambassador group. 
And uh, her title is um, Champion Sans Podium. And I think it's so cool because like we're all champions, right? Like no matter what age, I mean, Christine, you're, you're a good example of, you know, someone that's still moving along, you know, as an athlete, as a coach, as a, as a mentor, I've seen you grow in the last three or four years, you know, from the apprentices, uh, the uh, program that you went with, with, with all those awesome ladies that we have got on board. I'm just going to stop for a second. I'm at a pretty uh, steep part of the mountain. Um, take a breather. Take a breather. Yeah, it's all good. Um, and, and like, I don't know. I'm just, thanks to like the, the trail world is where I'm at right now. Like I do a lot of backcountry skiing and uh, a lot of like, you know, I guess off the grid endurance stuff that not, not necessarily a lot of New Brunswickers do, uh, but, but that community is growing. And I, and I really want to be part of its growth. Uh, not just as an on-seer, but, but as an athlete. And you never stop being an athlete. And I think by remaining as an athlete, like Jean-Marc Barron, you're a better coach sometimes. Um, you know, and, and uh, at what level are you at at whatever age? Doesn't matter. Um, you, you'll always be competitive probably, you know, in, in, in some way or another. So uh, right now, I mean, I, I've got a lot of like inner competitive value but it's making me do a lot of personal best because I'm not so focused on who I'm against. I'm against me and, and, and I do what I can achieve. And I, you know, that's what drives me is, is my own inner beast kind of thing. And I think long-term, uh, you know, if I do get a bit back into the coaching world, it is going to help me be a better coach because I think the best coaches are people like Steve LeBlanc, you know, are people, uh, you know, uh, like yourself, because I'm sure you're always going to want to learn. Uh, Steph, you're a good example on, 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 uh, you know, on a different, uh, uh, different road. Like you're doing a lot of, um, you know, self-therapy and, and this, all this yoga stuff you're doing. There's always something new to learn. And sometimes as a coach, I think what happens is we lose that drive because things get stagnant or whatever. And, and, you know, really, and, and I hate to use this word, maybe I shouldn't, but it sucks, right? So you have to kind of try to find things that'll get you back there. So for me, it was getting back on the mountain, getting back on my skis, uh, getting motivation for my kids, you know, and, and getting drive through, through them and, and, uh, them learning new sports. Uh, so will I ever be, uh, I guess as, as high level of a coach as I was before, you know, uh, uh, striving for Canada games and national levels of like that, uh, possibly not, but I, I hope to continue to be a one-on-one -on -one coach for some people like I'm doing now for, for a lot of the trail world. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of my energy is right now. So I'm putting my energy into places where I feel like it's giving me something back. And I, I did a lot of lache please from things. So I, I'm dialing back from stuff that I feel like I just, I'm just not there anymore or, or, or it's better off someone else is there. So Jeux de l'Acadie is a great example. I'm, I'm okay to say it on the podcast. You know, my heart's not in the Jeux as much as it was. Do I still love Jeux de l'Acadie? Absolutely. It's a great movement, but I've lost a bit of my, my drive. So maybe it's time that I, you know, turn the page on that and, uh, and, and, um, you know, go, go places where I'm being fueled and I'm being fed, uh, an amazing energy. Um, and right now, honestly, this Defi Everest that I'm involved in, um, the gratitude and, uh, thankfulness I have to be named as an ambassador among so many other great uh, Canadians that are inspiring people to build more inspirational people is what we're all kind of striving for. And to be part of that group is, uh, is really fueling me right now. Um, and, and it's happening right here in our community. We're like 12 people in this Diffie 
and we're on the mountain every day and it's like a community and it's it's really beautiful to be uh to be part of that i guess yeah that's really cool that actually bruce leads into our next question is how does this staying active make difference in your life i think you just stated that for you you're, you're connecting on a different level with your activities um and and what you're doing in your life and how you pivot from where you were to where you're going next i'm really interested christine to see how for you during this time what staying active effect in your life because i think for you your story come from the different place maybe them in some of the background that you have how you got into it and how you stay into it yeah for me staying active i mean it's a plays a huge part of my life it helps me you know deal with stress mm -hmm. and uh gives me you know energy to get through the day uh it also allows me to treat myself <laughs> once in a while I don't know if you guys follow me on Facebook, but I had an awesome milkshake yesterday. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so important. <laughs> Enjoying the little things, it makes a difference. I It, it looked delicious. I did see it. It looks pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why I stay active. <laughs> oh, that's I remember when I used to, uh, when, I, when I coached running a bit more, yeah. I used to do the clinics for uh, the running room and some other places. And uh, Christine, I'm glad you bring that up because I used to always tell them right at the start, it's like, you know, it's okay to have a cheat night. And they're like, what? We're allowed to have a cheat night? I said, yeah, every Wednesday. And I said, eventually your cheat night becomes actually like healthy, healthy stuff, you know, with a little bit of treat. So like the other day, I uh, I had some Reese's Pieces and uh, the kids <laughs> had some Captain Crunch in the house. I'm like, that would be so awesome right now. So I treated myself kind of like your milkshake. I was like, Reese's Pieces and Captain Crunch? Why not? But you feel good about that tree because, you know, you put in your effort, did a good mm -hmm. workout, and, and you don't feel so, uh, I guess, uh, so obliged to follow, like, such a strict regime. And, you know, you realize, you know, at the end, it's all about having a bit of fun and, yes. and being focused at the right times, right? And I think, Christine, you're in a perfect spot right now to show that to these young athletes because if they get too specific too early at a young age, well, we lose yeah. them exactly yeah and i'm sure you've, you've experienced that probably oh you guys are so funny if you would have been my master athlete that would have rolled my eyes and be like mm -hmm, a treat <laughs> but there's a place for it and i think that's the beauty of it is as master athlete we can talk about you know when you're performing what is fueling your body we we have a deeper understanding of of that and then we can reconnect with our nutrition on the different level So that brings me to another thing, being active, you eat differently, you, you spend a lot of time doing your activity, and we know we juggles a lot of other things in life. So when life gets busy and more complicated than what it used to be, so how do you guys make sure that you stay active? How do you, it's, it's helping in your life, but we know when we look at studies, sometimes doing the thing we enjoy, like physical activity, seem to be falling apart and then that can be like some tips and tricks for other master athletes like how do you make sure that you still do those things for yourself um go ahead chris i'll let you uh answer first yeah uh well for me it's you know uh setting myself you know a goal of you know a long-term goal and then just breaking it down into smaller goals 
and, but not to, you know, to, to balance everything out. Like I don't need to spend four or five hours a day doing something as long as I'm doing a little bit of something every day. Uh, and I always prioritize my activities early in the morning. So I, you know, it's, it's done. Um, and then I can, you know, if things happen, you know, you got to work or spend family time. You, you, you have that. So, uh, and, and for me, it's marking it down on my calendar. I have it, I have a fridge uh, with uh, one of those magnet uh, calendars and I just write it down uh, when I'm going swimming, when I'm going biking, when I'm going running and, you know, and then give yourself some, some rest days. And that allows me to, you know, if something happens on like, for example, tonight, you know, having to do this amazing podcast, well, then I just switch around my, my rest days so I can fit these other uh, activities that, you know, fall on my calendar. So anything's possible. Just, you gotta be creative. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. And I, and I, uh, you know, I chime with those, uh, with those things you're saying, Chris, cause, um, life gets in the way. Right. So I do, a I do a little, uh, Wednesday morning thing on the radio here and a comment I got lately that someone liked one of the listeners likes was that I give a real, I give a realistic message because life's part of, uh, well, everybody's, I guess, routine is different, right? Whether it's kids or jobs or, you know, the type of job you have, it could be on the road. It could be quite a ways away from where you live. Um, uh, you could be a single mom, a single dad. Uh, we have mm-hmm. all these different scenarios, but I really think that, you know, you just have to make activity a, a priority, but, but in a realistic way. So like, you know, when you talk about goals, Chris, I think, yeah, choose a goal that's like realistic for yourself. So you don't, you don't um, shoot yourself in the foot and get discouraged that you didn't achieve it. Right. So make it realistic or, or make a few goals within that goal. And when I coach, that's what I always did is like make your ABC goal or, or, or name them names, like be creative with it and have fun with it. And that way, when you're in a race, let's say, you know, like, like myself and Chris, who do a lot of like, you know, more individual sport. Um, when you get to that finish line, you, you always win. It might not have been that ultimate goal, but you had maybe your, 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 you know, your Walt Disney world goal, your, oh, you know what, I'm just coasting a goal. And then they're, well, I got it done goal, you know, and, and that's fine. Um, so the realistic uh, uh, world, uh, you know, can hit us, uh, uh, you know, sometimes and, and make us not want to be active or get discouraged or lose, you know, lose motivation. But again, the calendar works, uh, getting your stuff prepared in, in advance. Um, you know, it's funny, people buy coffee makers with like a timer on it, but they never use it. <laughs> You know, so, you know, there's all these simple tricks, but we don't apply them. And uh, somebody laughed at me. He's like, do you actually put your sneakers on and go to bed with them, Bruce? I said, yeah, I have. It's like, you really have done that. I was like, yeah, it's not just written somewhere for fun. People do these things. And it isn't that ridiculous because it <laughs> <Sorry>. can work. <laughs> I can only but imagine you with your sneakers in bed. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I had to laugh. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know if Christine does, but I live in my leggings pretty much. Okay. And yes, I wash them from time to time. Um, right. But like, you know, I guess, yeah, it's just like all these tricks we find online or Google or YouTube and stuff like that, like people do certain things that, that, that work and, and you don't lose your, your routine or your values or your, you know, what's the give back of activity, right? And again, I think it always comes back to, it has to be realistic with like, uh, it could be family values and it could be where you are at in life and stuff like that. But isn't it 
fun, if you make a realistic goal and you achieve it, no matter how high, no matter how deep, no, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when I, when I coach people now or I mentor people, I guess more now, I always say like, why not? And, you know, it's baby steps. I had this friend right now, like she was scared to go up a mountain. She's going up Mount Carlton this summer. Like that's her, her major goal. And so we say, well, Mount Carlton's not much. It's like, but for her, it's huge because she had vertigo, you know, and now she, she can go up mountains. She can do all these things she never did before, but she did it with baby steps. Right. And uh, even myself, like I'm a high achiever, but um, sometimes I got to set realistic goals with uh, my job, my kids. Um, and and um, like Kristen said, you brought up a good point doing it at the right time. And, some people say, well, geez, Bruce, like you train like at you know, 11 o'clock at night sometimes. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, well, for me, it's more important to be in bed with my kids uh, and read those books. And then my training will come later. And nice. uh, it, works for, it works for me, right? That's, that's, you guys brought so many important things. And I think if we sum it up, it's like those smart goal. But like Christine said, like, and even you, Bruce, your priority, but keeping space to being creative and flexible so that it fits your day and to readjust as you go. It's such a powerful yeah. place. And, and the, per, the 1% better every day, that's powerful too. Like looking at that and you guys both said in different ways, if I'm reading this properly, it makes you feel good when you achieve those t- little things for yourself. It's not just an external factors at this point, whatever your goals are, because those have changed in the last year. At the end of the day, you, you're continuing to stay active because inside your internal motivator is that it makes you feel good. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll say this final, final phrase that kind of connects to this. Okay. Um, at one time when I used to run or used to coach, I used to coach by distance. So you had so many kilometers a day or so many mm. kilometers a week. Now my biggest approach is time on your feet nice, or time on the bike. And it's so much more achievable because you don't know if you're going to have a bad work day. You don't know if your kid's going to right now, like forget his mask. Right. And you got to go over the house and you lose a 50, you lose mm-hmm. 15 minutes and then you get to work late. So your day's off. So, you know, if you plan to go out at 12 to do that swim or that run or whatever, and you plan, let's say 3000 meter swim, which you usually can attain, but today you can't just cause you're not there. If it's that you only had to do a half hour and you changed up that one workout, is it really that bad? Because at the end of the day, like my friend uh, Bernie told me when I was training for a hundred mile one time, he said, Bruce, wouldn't you rather show up at a line more fit than to have achieved every workout? And I said, wow, that, that makes a lot of sense. Right. You know, and in triathlon is a, is even a better example than running because you're doing so many different types of training, but it's, it's the value of what you put in that uh, gives you a better result. So sometimes beating yourself up for one training uh, outing is like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a different mindset on, again, the realism, then you'll have much better results and you're going to feel a lot better uh, when it comes to the, the achievement, I guess, of, of that outing. Bang on. Bang on. Eh? Not yes. Right on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's powerful. Um, yeah. And when you have that mindset, and I'm adding this question, we didn't we didn't prepare for it, is knowing that you have that flexibility and stuff. I the one thing I used to preach to my master athlete was injury prevention. 
and how important yeah. it was and, and getting on your feet and getting the distance and not sacrificing your health or your mental health for something you thought you had to do was important. Have you guys in your, like, is that something you had to deal with? Or if you are with a group or getting coached by people, is that part of your regimen? How do you address that injury prevention? Again, I'll let, uh, I'll let Kristen go ahead first. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going, I mean, it's, it's, it's very important to, you know, listen to your body. Like if, I mean, I try, like I do run with a group of people on, on, on Sundays, uh, since I work from home now, I do most of my workouts in, in at my own home gym, but on the weekends, we still tend to, uh, group together it, and unless we're in code red, but, um, And I've, you know, try to create routes that if someone just doesn't have it, you know, some there's days that you're, you're just going to go out and it's not your day. And, 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 you know, Bruce mentioned, you know, it, it's you, did you do 10 K? Hey, that's fantastic. Yeah. We're going to do 20, but that you did 10, like you did better than nothing. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's listen to your body and, and stop. Uh, so I'll create routes that people can, you know, cut that route to, you know, into three different distances. Uh, so for some of us that are doing the whole 20 or 22, you know, you, you might want to, you might want to give up, but that's what's the fun and uh, of being in a group. We'll try to motivate each other to keep going. Uh, but yeah, it's important to know that when, when it's, you know, call it quits, you have to call it quits and, you know, and then go out and make sure that you stretch and, you know, Stephanie will back me up on this, but you should be doing some yoga as well, right? Uh, for yeah. your yeah. injury prevention. <laughs> There should be a recovery at some point. Yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I coach my athletes to the success triangle uh, that it's not all about training. Uh, it all, it's all about, you know, making sure that you have enough sleep, uh, that you go to bed at almost at the same time every day, and your nutrition, Um, those three will, you know, create a, a, a great result for you to be injury free and stronger athletes at the end. So, you know, make sure you sleep well, eat well and train well. Wonderful life skills. If you think about it, which includes milkshakes. <laughs> yes in, yes yes there should be those places in, in your day-to-day -day. we know that i don't like when my older athlete used to come at the pool and then they would get like a cramp halfway through and i'm like so how much coffee did you drink today and they, they lied to me and i'm like let's let's be real you drank a lot of coffee you sat on your butt a lot in your car mm. and you probably didn't drink enough water right and then there's that mm-hmm yeah exactly yeah <laughs> What about you, Bruce? What do you do for your active recovery? Uh, I tell him not to do as I do. Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're one of those. Okay. Well, okay, let's say, okay, wait. No, I'll, I'll rephrase that. Uh, okay, I drink a lot of coffee, but I drink a lot of water and I eat a lot of fruit and vegetables, so it balances out. So I'm okay there. Okay. I do a ton of injury prevention because one of my bigger uh, supporters right now is, uh, and I'm going to do a shout out. Lisa Levesque from uh, Innovaction Physiotherapy uh, here in Campbellton. Uh, so we do a lot of needle therapy, a lot of, um, uh, I guess, almost like alignment training. So she's helped oh, yeah. me a lot with, uh, yeah, just, just, you know, at some point you say, well, what more can I improve, right? Mm -hmm. At whatever level, like, and again, I use Kristen, Kristen's, uh, you know, sport as an example, because like triathlon is a good example, like, you know, having your pedals in the right spot, uh, 
having your arms raised while pursuing. Like there's so much technicality in triathlon. And it's the same thing with trail running and stuff like that, you know. So Lisa and I work on that a lot. Um, and again, that comes back to injury prevention, that comes back to efficiency and uh, getting the you know the most out of your your stride or getting the most out of your outing. Um the one I, I fail at, and I think it's a, it's a struggle actually for, for a lot of people to sleep. Um, and, uh, you know, Canadian Sports for Life and uh, long-term development, uh, you know, planners uh, came up with a, uh, a chapter, I guess, or a, uh, I don't know if we call it a chapter or we call it a book um, on this uh, about, what was it, almost seven or eight years ago now, I think, where they wrote a, you know, they wrote something up. It's, it's a course you can take now on, you know, proper sleep and, uh, um, you know, per age, um, uh, you can do it by sport. Um, and, and I thought it was super interesting because like, you know, we, the more things change, more they remain the same, but, you know, we deal with a whole new world of distractions now when it comes to, you know, our, our social uh, media, um, we're just in a much busier world. Um, I'm sure that there's a ton more athletes with, uh, sleep uh, issues now more than before. I know I've dealt with a few, uh, and, and again, uh, you know, I'm terrible at it. Uh, and, and I, and I speak up about it a lot because, you know, I want athletes to see that, you know, I, I can fail too at certain things. And I, and it's something I'm, I'm working on a lot. Um, but, but, um, uh, you know, I talked about it actually on the radio the other day that it's, it's one of those things that, man, if, if, if we could work on that more, well, we would be much better athletes. And, and there's a debate on uh, taking like power naps and stuff like that. Like there, there's so much online about, about sleep. Um, but the other one too, that we talked about lately was, um, uh, a cold therapy. Um, so I'm doing a lot of studies on that lately and, and I don't know a ton about it yet, but it's something that really has intrigued me because, uh, I've done some ice bath stuff. I've done some, um, mm-hmm. hot, cold stuff. Um, there is a ton out there, uh, you know, now that, uh, is very, uh, uh, interesting when it comes to, uh, I forget the name of the guy, but there's this guy that's, uh, I think he's Norwegian or Finnish or something like that. And he, and he talks a lot about uh, the whole cold therapy uh, process of uh, just um, being stronger. It's uh, really good for recovery, really good for your heart and all this stuff. So, so I've been pretty intrigued and interested by that as I sit in a snowbank on the top of this mountain. <laughs> but, I did that uh, yeah, this like, weekend too. I just yeah, flat yeah. out laid in the, the snow. I'm like, yeah, this is what I need right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and it's not for everybody. Like some people have, uh, you know, wrote articles on like, uh, doing the polar dip is really not good for your heart because it, uh, you know, can shock your system really bad or stuff like that. So, so, you know, those are, I guess, some of the things that, uh, I find really interesting when it comes to like injury prevention or, uh, stuff we don't do enough of. Um, and my, my, I guess my last thing I'll say is the, the famous line that I use with, um, with, I guess my, uh, my message on the radio or my athletes is don't go to a physio only because you're injured, <laughs> you know, mm. Oh, it's such a powerful thing when you finish this and we're about to wrap up soon, but that's something I encourage everyone. There's a, when you're a master athlete and any athlete, if we introduce that early on, knowing there's yeah. a system out there and that can get you out to do the things that makes you happy, that you enjoy to keep you active. We need to move more, but having that support is wonderful. You're absolutely right. We're yeah. about to wrap up soon. And I, I think you guys have a lot of knowledge we can pass on. So I would like to finish with an advice you want to give to other master athletes or just people who are getting to movement. And when I say master athlete, I think just moving in general a little bit more every day. 
is wonderful and sport can do a lot of good in our lives so what would you say to them if they're scared they want to involve or they have a hard time struggling like what's your message what do you want them to know it's never oh. too late <laughs> i like that i love it i love never it too never so too good. late yeah that that yeah hit the hammer right on the nail there Kristen. because again i think that's connected very much with uh realistic things right like it's never too late to, to be an athlete it's never too late to be active it's never too late to try something new and i think it comes back to this is do it your way like you know do it for yourself don't you know i i, I really get discouraged and and almost like frustrated for some people when they you know they, the the you know they're timid they're shy they don't want to try getting yoga let's say or you know There's always a way. And if we could have more people like yourself, Kristen, that's guiding all these youth, um, yourself, Steph, that's doing all this yoga stuff. We have so many amazing people in this province that can hold hold that hand to that person that's a little bit more scared to try something new. And that, that's my message is that um, there's a way to do a little bit of everything your way. And um, if we can not worry so much about the image that we feel people see of us, mm -hmm we become that much better athletes because when I hear feels like, well, I'm not an athlete like you. No, you're not. You're your athlete. And uh, I'll mention a girl named Lucy. So, uh, she's from here. And uh, you know, I told Lucy one day, I said, you're an inspiration too, Lucy. And she's like, how so? It's like, because you're the image of so many other Lucy's and they need you. You know, we're not all Christians. We're not all Steph's. We're not all Bruce's. We're not all Manon Willette's. Like, you know, um, everybody needs a, a different mentor to realize like they can too. And, and uh, I guess, yeah, kind of like Kristen said, it's never too late. And yes, you can. Yeah. Whether uh -huh. you're, you know, and I work in a rehab world, right? Like a hundred percent. You're right. Like, and we all have our own ways to inspire other others to get active. Like we're all inspiration yeah, so, in our own ways where yeah. it ripple that has this ripple effect in our lives. And that's so important how staying active and what we do benefit yeah. others. So thank you so much for everything that you do. I think you guys are people that uh, can benefit in their support network. And I know that you make a difference in your community. Um, it's never too late to try. And <laughs> funny thing on that, I try a lot of things. I think it makes me a better coach. It makes me a better person. And I like to explore and I can always have a life lesson from it. But one day I thought I could do gymnastic for adults. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, but you're not supposed to think so much when you're, you know, running on the mat and about to do like a tumble into the mat. Like, so I'm halfway in the air thinking about, am I doing this right? Like the same way that I analyze my swimming and then halfway through, I stopped moving and it literally landed on my head, but I've done. Ouch. Oh yeah, it was, it was pretty, but it was, you know, life lessons. Don't do that. Just follow your guts that you know what you're supposed to be doing but trying new things made me a better coach made me understood where were my weaknesses and i enjoy the new challenge so um i enjoy how you bruce take on new challenge and i like how christine you you say it's not too late and you make sure that you're so involved in in the community right now it's beautiful to see can't wait to see where we're all gonna be in a year from now mm -hmm. so 
Anything else you want to add? We have a few minutes before we, we say thank you and send you guys on your merry way. For you out there listening to us, uh, hopefully, you know, we've, we've made a positive impact. And, you know, one thing I want to, I want to end with is if you believe, you will achieve. I like that. That's a good line. Very good. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I love it. What about you, Bruce? Uh, well, just appreciate sharing the mic with them, uh, two pretty awesome people. Like I said, uh, I met Kristen uh, a few years back in AGM, uh, Coach MB, and to see where she's at now, I think it's it's a story in itself that, you know, uh, she's achieving some pretty awesome things and she's giving back to um, kids, you know, all over this province. And uh, I was involved with triathlon before, and I think having someone like her involved is, is going to give it a, a new energy. Um, because uh, it's a beautiful sport and we need people like us in in all our sports in the province. Um, so yeah, I guess my final message is that I'd like to say thank you to all the coaches, all the parents, all the mentors, all, all the people involved with, um, I guess our, our act active movement in the province, not, not, not just, you know, at, at elite sport level, but just in general, um, COVID, uh, maybe helps us a bit to realize that we've got a pretty kick-ass awesome province from uh you know east coast uh west uh north south and we got a beautiful beautiful playground and i see more people playing in it and i see more people trying different sports because of covid because it kind of forced us to step outside of the box right um so yeah so everybody keep doing what you're doing keep striving to achieve uh you know your higher limits um and and i guess um the main ingredient to success and uh, I watched the movie Cool Runnings last night with my son. <laughs> and it's like I said, look at that. Jamaican Bob, Bob Sutteen and just a bunch of kooky guys that had some <laughs> silly dream, but they had fun. And if we have fun, we achieve a whole lot more. If coaches have a recipe of fun, you're going to get the best out of your athletes. And you're going to be able to be harder with them sometimes to achieve that, that major goal. But have fun. There you go. That's it. That's it. Oh, that was <laughs> That was amazing. That was perfect. Thank you I'm so much. I'm going down the mountain now. Down the mountain I go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time to wrap it up. Thank you so much. We'll have to do this again. Um, can't wait to see where we are, are in a few months. I hope that you have a beautiful evening and we'll do this again. Thank you again. Awesome. Thanks, Deb. Thanks, Chris. Thank you.